up, y'all? Welcome to the Daddy Gate Podcast with your host, Weezy, and... John, sorry, how's it going? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> we'll, we'll get that down eventually as we progress. Yeah, it'll, it'll sound better soon. Oh, yeah, man. Well, mm. let's talk. Let's get right to it. Uh, want to want to thank everyone, first of all, for tuning in. We had about 3,500 views on our first episode. And so if you are listening, please smash that motherfucking subscribe button, please. Yeah, so let's get to our um, main topic since we've got a lot to cover in a short hour. We just got through the Marvin Herbert podcast from last night. The series, the season, season one. Season one, yeah. And it's still ongoing, apparently. More to come. Well, apparently, yes. There's going to be a, a second part if uh, Sean Atwood is... Uh, obviously, he's in the chat, uh, stirring things up. So he says that there's going to be a part two, apparently. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean... I. I'm not going to criticize Marvin. Uh, these are just my thoughts on the actual series. People have been asking, what are my thoughts? So again, this is not a critique on Marvin himself. I'm not saying one thing negative or positive. I don't know the man. I haven't engaged with him. So this is just on the actual series. I think it's been drawn out quite a bit, to be honest with you. And I was kind of losing interest, if I'm being 100% honest. However, towards the very end, when... Uh, Marvin brings up, you know, him s- snorting flour in front of him. I did find that question, you know, somewhat a little bit more uh, to my tune, if you will. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I think much the same, really. You still there? Sorry, dude, I muted. Oh, I was going to um, say, jump cut. Jump cut. Um, yeah, I think pretty much the same. It was. It was very drawn out. Um, the first episode promised so you know the trailer promised so much and the first episode was it didn't deliver anything I didn't even find it to be a cliffhanger Um, so it didn't go well it was a lesson in what not to do on YouTube I think in some ways obviously you had Sean Atwood in the chat in the comments again stirring things up and what was he saying he said this is all a PR stunt Marvin's in on it um, which, you know, you don't really say that about people that you podcast with, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, just let them have their, their podcast and leave. You don't interfere. You don't come in with your big wooden spoon and start saying, like, you know, this is all a PR stunt and stuff like that. Him saying that made me think it was going to turn into something else. Um, but it didn't really... It, it was They split it up into too many bits. They could have maybe split it into two, although I wouldn't have agreed with that, but... Um, splitting it into, I think it was supposed to be four, wasn't it? And then they decided just to get the parts three and four out together because of the the outrage that it caused. So many people were very unhappy uh, about about it. But I did think that Marvin was asking Sean questions that have not been asked of Sean before in a public forum, you know, on a, on camera. Right. And although Sean blew him off with the whole, I can't talk about that for legal reasons, BS. Well, the video um, stopped. Did you notice that? The, yes, there was the a video, cut. Yeah. yeah, there was a cut. So what that cut entailed, I mean, it was obviously there. They tried to mix it in, and it, they did a pretty good job mixing it in, but there was obviously some kind of fuckery going on. Yeah, it, was, uh, it wasn't the nothing but the truth, as you would have expected, because <laughs> of that cut. Definitely something was cut out. So I don't know, but but Sean didn't look to me to be too uncomfortable. Did you see the amount of comments though that were in the, you know, yeah, especially man. that first one? I I, I want to say eighty to ninety percent were anti 
Atwood. I mean, you did see a, a sprinkle of Atwood apologists, but by and large, man, maybe ninety percent would be a more realistic figure. Yeah, it was uh, difficult to it, find positive comments about him, and I've never seen any of these names before. But there was just like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds. Actually, it was—I think there was a couple of thousand at the end of it. It was glorious about saying, you know, Sean Atwood, and I think part of that is definitely our coverage that we've been doing as well. If I want to, you know, toot toot our horns a little bit, I think our coverage has helped that. But also, Darren G, obviously coming out on the James English podcast once again and you know as I say eviscerating Sean Atwood um, you know that obviously got I think quite a lot of these comments on the Marvin podcast there's a bit of crossover between Darren G and Marvin's audiences so I think quite a lot of them were hearing about things for the first time and then coming over to Marvin's podcast to find out what is actually going on you know they they thought this was where they were going to find out what was happening the first they'd heard of it was Darren G talking about him they were like, what's going on there? Marvin's podcast coming up. Let's go over there. We'll get yeah. the information. It didn't really come to anything. But what's Marvin supposed to do when Sean Atwood says, I can't talk about that for legal reasons? Just say, okay, well, the podcast is cancelled then. It's not going to happen, is it? Well, the thing is, uh, Sean, on some of the comments last night, you know, during the live chat, he said that he is not under legal instruction. He can talk about it now. What the hell does that mean? You know, he does speak cryptically at times, so it's hard to know. Uh, you know, he just acting erratic as he usually does. But well, I don't believe his lawyer told him not to snort flour. I'm sure he could have <laughs> racked up a line of flour. He certainly snorted line after line after line on his so-called prank video, didn't he? So shouldn't really have been a problem for him. Yeah, it was. It was pretty, pretty interesting and. I, I guess it remains to be seen. I, I will tune in to episode four. I just Is there going to be an episode four? I thought that was the end. Uh, shit, I'm confused now. I, I think this was the last one because it was like 50 minutes long and the last two have been like 25, 30. Well, according to the message, looks like there may be a little bit more. Maybe a fourth part. Okay, interesting. Yeah, so we'll keep an eye out for that. Just keep an eye out, yeah. And yeah, I mean, this is just comes on the heel off of pretty much from last week's fake Jordy interview uh which is still hot i i know you did a great video man your fucking video was amazing uh i know i thanked you privately but i'll, I'll bring it out here man your video editing skills your script your imagery to accompany the video was on point man you are a 100 percent certified youtuber man so good job on that you just passed the 6k mark and you're freaking rolling through the 7k you'll be there pretty quick man so congratulations on that my man cheers man much appreciated dude it's a good i enjoyed making that video uh, although i was quite uh, up quite late making it i've got other things that i need to be focusing on at the moment as well so how um, many, how many cuts did it take you pulled me it took four altogether i had four yeah. four scripts for that um and then i ended up well the the one i went with was the fourth one so i had three yeah. and then i just cancelled scrapped them all wasn't happy with any of them and just sort of um, free rolled it, uh, freestyled yeah. it, and went with that at the end. And it turned out amazing, man. I, that video was on point, concise, and, and I just—I know you're—you don't say much about it, so I'm—I'm I'm gonna toot your damn horn. But people don't realize how much work goes into that. So I, as soon as I heard it, and, and I was able to appreciate every little thing that you did. That's why I thank you, and or you know, 
give you your props in, in private, but I want everyone to know, so that I do it here. But it's an or awesome breakdown to it. Um, the whole fake Jordy crap, there's so much material, and we're going to get into it now. And, you know, one of those things that fake Jordy brought, brought up was that, and was giving Sean advice, was you need to not engage with these trolls or they're going to murder you. And Sean's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I, I agree. You know, I, I stopped. I stopped. But all through this last week during the Marvin Herbert uh, podcast, he has been in the live chats. He just can't seem to understand what the hell's going on, man, you know, for his own good. Yeah, it's, um, you know, he's, well, he said, that's it. I'm not engaging with trolls anymore. He said that on uh, True Jordy or Fake Jordy. And he also said that on a live stream or a video with Ron Swanson. And it was quite telling because he, when Sean was speaking to Ron Swanson, he was like, right, I'm no longer engaging with the trolls anymore or Ron will give me a, a telling off. Um, and then Ron was like, absolutely, you can't engage with trolls. But while he's saying that, Sean Atwood saying like, you know, it tends to backfire. It keeps tending to backfire every time I engage. And he's so spot on with that. You know, like, mate, every time you engage, it just backfires because you've caught yourself up in a lie here. There's a lie. He's lying. He's either lying about Cali being vulnerable or he's, you know, like the GoFundMe is either for a vulnerable person, in which case he's taking advantage of a vulnerable person, or he hasn't taken advantage of a vulnerable person. But in that case, the GoFundMe is a lie. Does that make any sense? I'll maybe put subtitles sense. on that. Um <laughs> But you know what I mean? It's like he's caught himself. He's bound himself up with these two yeah, options. He's, he, he's pretty much in the catch-22 no matter how he plays it. And he's he's the only one responsible for that. You know, he put himself in that position. And he's just reaping his rewards, man. Uh, you know, speaking of Callie, he did mention in that uh, interview that Callie had a sick sense of humor. You know, brought that up to light. You know, just pretty twisted type of shit. And... Immediately, I thought about the text messages through Skype. You know, we did our first episode on that. Uh, you know, just these sick games that are trying to be played and, and thinking they're going to work. And, you know, the whole catfishing nonsense. And, and Sean right there, maybe that was one of his truths. You know, <laughs> the whole sick of humor, uh, sick of humor on, on her regard. But there was various um, mentions to us, including, you know, that we are part of the four dark forces maybe there's a little meme that goes with that but uh how, how's the it feel like of the of sean atwood's apocalypse <laughs> yeah how's it feel like to be a member of that little exclusive club there yeah i mean you know if he was being genuine about it I, i'm sure i would uh, think that that was absolutely amazing i'd print it off and stick it on my wall as a certificate but um He's obviously being completely disingenuous when he says these things. That was completely and utterly fake, you know? He said yeah. Sonia Poulton, of all people, has uncovered. So Sonia Poulton has somehow, with her journalistic skills, uncovered some kind of conspiracy that goes to the top of government or, you know, like the shadowy underground of the secret services. She's gone and uncovered all that and found out that it's to bring down Sean Atwood. I just pictured and your thumbnail of Sonia with the fucking thug life glasses smoking a cigarette <laughs> <laughs> do, you know, do you know why i've got her smoking a cigarette in that though <laughs> was that? she wrote an article uh saying when i was pregnant i smoked 500 cigarettes that's <laughs> one of sonia Poulton's articles all right, all right. Uh, so i thought that was absolutely 
uh, I, I just found that very, very funny. Um, she, you know, she's like, uh, you know, like she's saying it's okay to smoke when you're pregnant, yeah. one or you know, one or two. But then she's smoking five. She's saying I smoked five hundred. You know, it's like okay, so you didn't actually cut down at all while you were pregnant, then, Sonia. I'm not judging anyone. You know what I mean? But uh, I just found it hilarious that she's supposed to be this. Um, what would you say? And advocate. Nobody believes that she's a... Well, that's very true. She's Human supposed rights. to be an advocate for child safety. And yeah. that's a very good point. Yeah. Um, and, and she's smoking when she's pregnant. Uh, you know, cigarettes are very addicting. So, you so know, whatever. In, in that regard, I will judge. That's that's a pretty fucked up thing, you know? Yeah, Especially she, if you're on the other side. More, more impulse control. She should have had more uh, discipline uh, about that if she's going to harp on about child safety. Yeah. Um, but you know, as I say, I'm going to try and steer clear of a little bit of of criticizing her too harshly on that. I just found it amusing that she wrote an article about it. Like, for God's sake, Sonia, like she's supposed to be this, and no one believes this, but she 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 and Sean Atwood claim that she is like a high high end journalist probing the deepest darkest depths of society and getting to the truth and all this and I personally don't believe that's true and I honestly think Sonia Poulton's a complete joke and I think everyone that knows about Sonia Poulton knows that she's a complete joke. That's just my opinion yeah. just saying um, uh, I, I, I agree with you. But that it's, article was just, come on what can a serious journalist write that? Yeah, no, I, I agree with you there man and you know the, the cowardice and not wanting to you know speak out Given your your platform, which is not a giant platform to begin with, let's be honest, but it's it's bigger than ours, and ha- hasn't really used that platform for. If if you're so against what Sean's doing, she hasn't really done it. And then, according to Sean, she's still communicating with him and and letting him know that you know we are hired by these elites. You know, if we're to believe him on that regard, if we're to believe what Sean was saying, then you know she's probing us and has evidence that we we you and i are hired by these elites which is such like who are they trying to who are they trying to what's the term dog whistle who are they trying to dog whistle to with that people that are mired in conspiracy mindset people that are not really thinking straight yeah well that's that's a lot of the folks that sort of follow it's funny how he's always using that to throw shit at us when a lot of the people that are his hardcore apologists would fall in that fucking category, you know? So it's it's kind of funny. It's kind of a double-edged sword he's playing there. So it, that will end up backfiring on him eventually as well. Uh, no question. Uh, so let's see, moving on. The, you know, fake Jordy, I, it was hard for me to be fully critical on him because I almost felt like if I criticize him too much, I'm kind of a hip- hypocrite myself because I had Cali you know, giving her a platform. However, mm. I will mention a few very distinct, um, distinct things. Uh, you know, at, at times it was, I thought fake Doherty was going to ask some real, real tough questions, but then he saved Sean so many times and stopping him from hanging himself essentially. And, you know, when he did bring up the prank video, one funny thing that was never brought up were the pornographic, explicit pictures did you catch that yeah there, there was no mention of the the nude photographs at all and they're quite a big part of this they're actually the part that woke up 
a lot of people, myself included, when we saw the the photographs, that was when we were like, hold on a second, this definitely wasn't a prank. Because up until then, you're kind of like, it's so bizarre, that uh, Daddy Gate video. It's so weird and odd. You kind of like, with a lot of things with Sean Atwood, you sort of pushed it, or I did anyway, pushed it to the side a little bit in my mind. The same with when he said Callie was staying at his house. I thought, well, that's kind of weird. And then just sort of brushed it off a little bit because he presents himself so well until you've seen what he's like and then you can't unsee it. Uh, but the wool wasn't fully off my eyes at that point. Um, I knew something was wrong, but I didn't sort of think about it too much. You know, I'm not exactly personally invested in Sean Atwood or anything like that. So I wasn't, you know, I was just watching his videos. But this Jew Jordy podcast, it missed out that the part of the story which woke up myself. And I know for a fact it's the part that woke up other people, which was when Callie was bent over the balcony. Um, and you're like, wait a second that's something else that's happening now you know that's definitely taken in sean atwood's house and that is naked photographs of this supposedly vulnerable girl who's got no money remember that's the main thing that i think people should start focusing on now she had no money at this point apparently so she's dependent on sean atwood and he's got her posing for all these photographs but it's not only the one over the balcony there was photographs of her with her legs wide open bent over his sofa Photographs of her on his bed with her legs open, hand on her pussy. Fiddling her uh, yeah. Yes. Um, you, you know, all these kinds of things. It's, and just I think a lot of people still don't even know about these pictures, unfortunately. So I think it's good that we hammer it home. That these pictures do exist. You and I have seen them in all their glory. We've seen them unedited. I've got a video where they're in as well. Uh, I think it's the Daddy Gate for Beginners or it might be another one. It's the leaked photographs video. I'll try and put a link in the description if I remember. I always have to say that because I often forget but um, you can see the photographs on that video. Uh, and they're full, full on naked but we yeah. have censored them because obviously we don't want YouTube to take them out so we, Many we have had naked. but they're full on, yeah, full on. And so when you hear this prank excuse that oh it was just a prank for the trolls it's complete garbage and then you couple that with my thumbnail that i got for my cali interview i mean if there was any mm -hmm. question as to how far or how deep their relationship went i mean it, it you can enter it with just those images themselves man yeah and she said to you specifically that not only has she, have they had sexual relations that she cut his penis with her tooth and right. that he calls her daughter in that yeah. relationship context that so it's a twisted bullshit going on but well she also said that she justifies uh or that sean justifies him claiming that he has not had a sexual relationship with her by simply saying you know he in his mind he justifies it by being the receiver <laughs> you know what i'm saying that's how he justifies it and i think that's one of the few true things that she actually that said. Sounds, sounds like the kind of thing he would do, just justify something like that. Just, yeah. oh, well, you know, it's fine uh, because I'm not doing, I'm not, a, well, yeah, he's probably thinking he's not an active participant if he's just getting it. But at the end of the day, if she's cut his uh, penis with her tooth, then, you know, he's an active participant um, in, in this whole thing. And at the end of the day, she's got no money of her own, allegedly. So, no. again, she's sort of, she doesn't have anywhere else to stay and she doesn't have any money, so she's kind of in his house and doing all these, you know, getting engaged sexually with him, even though supposedly the council asked her, asked him if he could house her, and then he's doing tongue in the mouth, you know, God knows where else his tongue's been, um, you know, the, the naked photographs, they're putting her on a 
an escort website, all these things. And he still, to this day, tries to justify it all as just a distasteful prank. Right. Well, and, the, and the, you know, another little quick tidbit on it. They, oh, freaking Callie, or Sean was talking about Callie being um, a good person that he, he is fond of still. After, even after the whole Callie interview. You know, she's cool, she's got a sense of humor, awesome person, blah, 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 blah. So you put that into the context of the Cali interview of all the stuff she was saying and, and calling him a liar and all this stuff. It's like, okay, what the hell do we believe then? She's over here saying you're the worst human being and you're a piece of shit. And Sean's over there saying, oh, yeah, Cali's awesome. You know, Cali. Part of if, me. if you're an apologist, if you're a Sean Atwood apologist, you really have to look into that. You know what I mean? If you you think he's innocent and all this, you really have to take a microscope out and and check it out deeper is all I'm going to say. Yeah, it seems like he's trying to just say, look, I mean, we get on fine, me and Callie. You know, she's great. And did you hear what he said? I mean, this is just the most ridiculous thing ever. And it was one of the things that I wanted to put in my video, but I couldn't. It was, it was like he said, you know, Callie is a genius in many ways, an actual genius. She's yeah, literally yeah. genius level IQ. Okay. Uh, and he said the prose that she, you know, the prose that she writes, she says, you should see her poems. And the prose that she writes, it's the most beautiful, beautifully worded prose I've ever seen. And like, first of all, Sean Atwood does not have the capacity to see beauty in art. That's something that is quite clear. He doesn't have the capacity to see that. You know, he's a pure... Uh, I don't know if he's a psychopath, but he's certainly close anyway with the way that he comes across. Um, so I, I certainly doubt that he thinks any poetry is beautiful. That is for sure. Um, but second of all, saying that about Cali, man, it, it's absolute complete garbage. Um, it's so obviously complete garbage. And True Jordy knew that. They were just like, okay. And they were going along with it just like, Imagine sitting across from someone and uh, they've been involved in a sexual scandal with someone else and then the person that you're sitting across from who was involved in that sexual scandal says, you know, oh, but, you know, she's a genius and the prose that she writes is the most beautiful prose I've ever seen. You're going to be sitting there thinking, what the hell is this? What's, you know, this isn't a normal interaction between yeah. people. It's so bizarre. Yeah. And through Jordy, you could tell they were, they were going along with it because either out of politeness or out of having just been told by Sean, look, I need to get all these things out. Don't worry about it. Just go along with what I say. Yeah. Um, but I, I got the impression they were just being polite, like, all right, okay. Yeah, it almost seemed like they were genuinely uncomfortable at times. But, you know, Definitely. We, we, you touched on, touched on it on your on your video, but real quick. I mean, True Jordy made a video about a month ago saying that they will no longer be on YouTube. They yep. are now going to be focusing on streaming on Twitch. So for, you know, for Sean not to use his own gigantic channel to yeah. do this tribute. And if he wants to do it on his channel and then invite Drew Doherty onto his show, why that would make would have made the most sense. But for him to make this quote-unquote tribute where he talks about his ass getting destroyed, uh, you know, on True Jordy on the YouTube channel, it does make you question. I mean, you have to wonder what the hell, was there some behind-the-scenes agreement uh, what the hell's going on? You know, and, and that's Sabine. not, th these are legit questions that you, that one has to ask, but real quick, before we move on, um, you brought up the Sean bringing up that Callie's some kind of a genius that ties in to the, the messages that Callie's been, uh, leaving me on Skype 
and we covered on episode one. But I, the, when I would engage with Callie, I knew I was engaging with Callie at times, and I knew other times I was engaging with Sean. And yeah. it was clear as day. And and Sean, by Sean bringing up that she sometimes writes in these poetic prose, to me, it was a cryptic message to myself because I had brought this up to Callie. I'm like, Callie, I know this is not you. This is Sean that I'm speaking mm. to we're right now. Two so, different writing styles. Yes. So to me, that was a cryptic message directed at me because I brought that up to Callie. And Callie was like, oh, well, he has the he has my account passwords to my YouTube, to my Skype, blah, blah, blah. Because when Callie writes to me, you know how she spells nothing? N-U-F-F-I-N-G. She's yeah. like, I'm doing nothing right now. And so I know when I'm clearly engaging. And then all of a sudden, I'll get into some semi-literate uh, paragraphs. And I know that Sean. Because Sean Dude, is not a easy. fucking professional <laughs> I hope himself. this message deceives you well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, my dearest uh, Wheezy, I have spoken with the great mind of Sean. And he, he will be profoundly upset by you saying these things. Get yeah, the fuck out of here, man. And that's clearly Sean. I, I know when I'm dealing with so, Real quick, man, I, I, I know I'm a little bit over the place, but it, it's similar to this. He, you may have seen me on the Marvin Herbert uh, live chat putting hashtag Sinaloa. Mm -hmm. I, and I talked about this in the live stream last night that I did, which was exquisite, by the way. Um, Sean, when I, I knew Sean was messing with me on Skype, and he was telling me uh, in uh, apparently it was Callie, but I knew it was Sean telling me not to screw around with Karma Jane or KJ. Uh, don't mess with her. She's unstable, blah, blah, blah. And it was in well-written paragraphs. And I knew it was Sean telling me to... Mm -hmm. And he was trying to make me feel guilty that this person is suicidal, blah, blah, blah. And so I go, you know what? I used one of his own lines against him that he has told me. I go, so Sean, in my... Uh, when I had last engaged with him with his own account, his Sean Atwood checkmark account, his last message to me was, I'm not going to focus on engaging with you guys, you know, me, you, and, and the rest of the trolls. I, I'm going to focus, I'm going to spend my time focusing on making great content. Hashtag Sinaloa. He told that to me on my last engagement with him. So when he was using uh, Cali's Skype account, on my last message to him, I repeated the same fucking thing to him and you know i'll say i'll send you the screenshot i go hey um hey i'm from here on forth i will not address kj i'm just gonna focus on making great content <laughs> and i never got a reply uh it took like several days for for me to get any kind of reply and i used it because i knew it was sean and so in the live chat with uh marvin that's exactly what I was doing. If anyone saw me putting hashtag Sinaloa watermelon slices, that was the whole reference to that whole fucking deal right there. <laughs> Thing is, I thought you said he wasn't going to engage, and he's in the live chat with Marvin engaging. Well, Fake Jordy gave him great advice: don't engage, don't engage, don't oh, listen. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm not going to engage with these guys anymore. And all week long, what has he been doing? He's been showing up to the live stream talking shit, you know. He's never going to stop. He can't stop himself. Yeah, he, he can't help himself. We're moving on pretty good uh, thus far. Let's touch on um, Amber Huxley. So 
for those that do not want to watch, I mean, I definitely do not. Well, I can't tell you what to do. The the fake Jordy podcast was just complete garbage. But at the if you just want to get to the parts where he's addressing Daddy Gate uh, and stuff relevant that we we are covering today, one hour twenty five minutes. One hour and if you twenty five. Check it out. Yeah. Yeah. That's when it starts. Here's the caveat: at an hour and twenty five, that's when he gets into Daddy Gate. And then after he stops talking about Daddy Gate, he talks about getting his ass destroyed for a solid, what, 10, 15 minutes? So, it felt like a lot longer than that. Yeah, to be it's a long it was time. It's an awful long time. And, and to me, it almost seemed like it was done on purpose to kind of distract people because he knew he was going to address Amber Huxley uh, sooner or later. So it was kind of a way to maybe well, get could, people to tune off. But he, he couldn't have said it thinking that people were going to be interested in hearing that. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like people just sitting there listening, <laughs> driving around in their car at work or something like that. Just listening to that. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, come on. <laughs> it was just so, so fucking ridiculous. Man. Talking it, about getting rimmed and everything. Yes, everything. The whole detail. It's, it's no different <laughs> from what he did on Brian Rhodes. And here he is on another large platform. It was worse than Brian Yeah, it's, it's like he, he loves it, man. And it, this is the real to me that's the real sean atwood right there at that at anal play whatever that's the real one the, yeah, the one sex, that does sex. epstein videos that's a, the old one yeah it's a, it's a fake completely different other person but if you want to skip that and you don't want to you know you're getting repulsed go to two hours and seven minutes at two hours and seven minutes he addresses amber huxley and he what and people some people may not have caught that even amber i don't think caught it and i had a reminder look he's talking about us our interview that we did yeah and he was yeah amber went back and listened to it and she's like holy shit yeah he's talking about my so if you guys are interested i'll put the link on the video description it's the amber huxley live stream go to my live stream videos put in and you'll see amber huxley and i have a timestamp for when she comes in but she is the Patreon donor that that um, Sean was talking about. And we've got the email, right? She wanted to clarify a couple of things. Sean addressed her. And so, so what did Sean say in the in the he said that there's no possible way that this person could have been a patron donor because for, he didn't for have a couple a of pa- years. Yeah. Patreon account. Yeah, for three years because he didn't have a Patreon account for until X amount of time ago. And that was correct I think that was correct what you said, wasn't it? Yeah, well, that's what. Like, she, there couldn't have been a. He didn't have a Patreon account for as long as Amber had said she'd been donating for, but she clarified in it and completely and utterly. Um, okay, you know, I misspoke. Uh, what did she say? She misspoke. She she's been a Patreon donor for a year or something, or is it a year and a half or something, and a PayPal donor for two years. So she's got all the receipts. Yeah. Um, it's not not a big deal. You and know? we we did get her permission to discuss it. So mm-hmm. I spoke with. I spoke with Amber for about 45 minutes on Thursday, a long, excellent conversation, but she unfortunately had a lot of uh, commitments this weekend, so she could not make this podcast. So I, I didn't want to talk about her and then, uh, you know, without her permission. So I reached out yeah. to her and she gave me complete permission to talk about these things. So she wanted to clarify the whole thing. She stated, she sent me an email and she said that she che- she had to check her bank records because when she was on my live stream, she didn't have any of this stuff out in front of exactly, her. Exactly, yeah. She just called in and, and spoke with me. So, I mean, it, it's perfectly, you know, that's a perfectly reasonable uh, excuse as to not being able to remember everything 100%. So she has clarified, she said she was 
a PayPal donor uh, for about two years and a Patreon uh, subscriber for 13 months. So that so a combined total of three years then. Yeah, it's still a combined total of three years. And then she said it was nothing. She wasn't a huge uh, donor. It was nothing. Um, it was just an average monthly gift of uh, support, which wasn't even on her radar. You know, it wasn't a big deal for her. It was just her helping Sean out. So there you go. The clarification. Sean tries to act like he just completely debunks this. Yeah. And having Amber break it down in detail, uh, that's not debunked at all. It actually confirms what she had said. And for him to even touch on it on the true or the fake Jordy podcast, it must have been a big fucking deal. You know, and it was definitely on his radar. And so that he felt he had to address Amber Huxley. And so um, he did. Um, the- and, and, you know, they've got their own they've got their own issues uh, between, you know, Amber Huxley did a uh, a petition today and some people have asked me what you know what I think of it she did a video today and she set up a petition to take Sean Atwood off YouTube now that's her own her own opinion and um desire um and she's used my most recent video as you know an explanation for people that want to see what Sean's done um and you know I think it's absolutely fine if she wants to set up a petition you know I mean it's not it's not my own personal choice of action to take because personally I don't think going off YouTube is something I want to do I want to keep it all in the YouTube realm myself um, and I don't want Sean Atwood's channel to be taken down personally either it's not something that I've thought about in that you know that far ahead but she's absolutely entitled to set up a petition she's absolutely entitled to link to my video I can't stop people linking to my video in any way they want and I still think Amber Huxley is is cool she can absolutely set up a petition if she wants you know that's her own decision um but yeah i had some people asking me about that i don't mind i don't really i can't prevent people linking in any way they want the the video is only as part of it simply to provide information to people so all good in my book well and then touching back on amber huxley during our 45 minute conversation she brought up to me that after our live stream her dad was getting harassed by Sean. So uh, during our live stream, again, go ahead and listen to it. She did mention that, you know, her dad knows Sean in some kind of business capacity. I can't remember exactly what. Uh, But Sean, after our live stream, straight up reached. And this would fit in with the pattern, you know, whether it was Jimmy Harris or any other person. As soon as they speak out against Sean, they they receive harassment emails or texts whatever from sean darren g james english billy moore they've all been at the receiving end of this amber huxley he's contacting uh uh, jimmy harris as you say but contacting amber huxley's father father is absolutely ridiculous amber huxley is an adult and if you've got anything to say to amber huxley about amber huxley you speak to amber huxley directly you don't go and speak to her dad about it absolutely ridiculous behavior he's obviously trying to go for the jugular that's the thing he tries to just go for like how can i scare these people how can i scare he doesn't do that to darren g james english or billy moore because he knows he's not going to scare them so he uses sneakier tactics with them 
yeah. smear campaigns using sock accounts, etc. But with Amber Huxley, he tries and speaks to her, you know, goes and speaks to her dad. It's ridiculous. It's a fucking joke, man. And, you know, it just, again, it falls in line with the pattern that we've noticed. All these, it's just a continuous pattern of bullshit with this guy. Well, that is and, harassment as well. I mean, yeah, that probably yeah. legally comes under harassment. It's completely outrageous. You don't go and speak to somebody's dad about what is technically business-related issues. You've got problems on YouTube with someone on YouTube. That's a business issue. No. You don't go speaking to their family member, you know? Yeah, 100%. And Amber did allow me to talk about this. So, again, these are things that I had permission to talk to by our dearest Amber. I'll put her uh, link to her channel on the description as well. But, uh, yeah, just thought it, it was an important piece because, again, Sean was using some cryptic stuff. And so if you aren't in tune with a lot of these things, it might have gone over your head. So that two hour and seven mark is the Amber Huxley live stream she did with me. But mm -hmm. I thought that was important to bring up. And then, uh, let's see. You you know, the... Sh Sean brought up about PM, brought her up as a someone that was obsessed with destroying his butthole. All right? To, to not mince any words. Just continuously obsessed. And it just seems like he is obsessed with... We're talking about his butthole getting destroyed. You know, like I mentioned before, it's just whether it's on the fake Doherty or on the Brian Rose episode. It's Again, he just can't help himself from being stupid, man. Just and this is why he, he also brings it up um, on, you know, or used to anyway, when he was talking to all the sort of like ex-gangsters, former criminals, etc., people that have been in prison, he'll bring up how was the rape situation in prison and stuff like that. And it gives it such a new context when you know that he is now, you know, he loved being with his woman who was called the arse rapist, supposedly, no. according to him. Um, you know, that's something that he gets off on. So he's literally asking people these questions because he gets off on it. Billy Moore explicitly said this in his interview. He said with James English, he said, Sean Atwood was asking me about prison rape and I got the impression that, this was not, I was not comfortable with this line of questioning and the way it was being asked. Billy Moore obviously knew that sh he could sense that Sean Atwood was getting off on it. That's why he's asking. Um, and this just proves that Sean Atwood 100% is getting off on it. At least to me, it does anyway, um, because it's something that he has a personal enjoyment of. Uh, he indulges in it. Yeah, well, and, and it ties in with the whole Cali interview, if you really think about it, because he has no problem talking about it himself. So. He obviously had no problem with Callie saying the stuff she had to say on my podcast interview. You know, it all it all yeah. ties in perfectly. It's so, so weird though, like using Wildman's tribute to talk about it and go on for so long that? about it. Who does that? He was on about like milking the NLG spot and stuff like that. I couldn't believe it. I was like, you know, I said in my video that it was putting some people off their food. I was one of them. Yeah. Uh, I was actually sitting with a friend having some food. We were watching that. The True Jordy video. <laughs> yeah. We were both absolutely ripping into Sean Atwood, you know. Um, and then I was like, "Look, we're going." And have then to he started so talking about eating. getting ripped. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, or slowly stretched. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, it's just it, it's so pathetic, and it it you know watching that just kind of confirmed that this dude has issues, man. He is not normal by any means. Because no normal person is definitely do that. not. And and I guess one of the sickening things is on the fake Jordy comments, it was a different narrative than the Marvin Herbert uh, comments. You know, it was all supportive. 
Um, yeah. Yeah, Sean, I've got you. Yeah, man. I'm with you all the way, brother. The forces of evil. It's the Wild Man tribute. People are like, oh, man, I love it. You know, they're only listening to the first 10 minutes, which actually were inappropriate in themselves. The first 10 minutes, he was talking about how Wild Man's legs were leaking and stuff like that, and fluid was coming out. Why would you go into the details, the graphic details of the symptoms of someone's illness in that kind of way on a tribute to them? You know, it's like he's talking about that sort of, like, graphic detail. It just, again, it shows a lack of empathy, in my opinion. Um, which is what uh, Booty Master said on the stream last night. So shout, <laughs> shout out to Booty Master for coming on and uh, actually giving his his, um, his 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 honest opinion and sticking to his um, morals in the sense that Booty Master actually changed his mind. I thought that was quite interesting. That it was quite it was quite funny hearing Booty Master say that Sean Atwood's got no empathy, you know. Um, and it was good that he's actually changed his mind about things as well. Yeah, for sure. The live stream that I did last night was, I wasn't sure what I was going to do. And then I um, I did get in touch with Booty Master during the week. And I I had seen him his tune change for the last couple of weeks where I was like, yeah, oh, shit. Yeah, yeah he's, he's actually <laughs> commending our material now. A few um, weeks now, he's been uh, just putting on like joke, sort of like joke comments and stuff like that. Obviously, watch, watching content and just joining in the conversation. He's yeah. not really talking, you know. He's, well, he stopped defending Sean Atwood quite a long time ago, from what I could see. Anyway, yeah, the booty master has come home to roost. Yeah, it, he it, changed his mind a bit slower than we changed our mind, but he's just the same as us. He's you very know, he analytical. Yeah, very. He's a critical thinker. So. I'll give him that, you know, he's he's not a dumb guy. He's very intelligent. And, you know, he was he just thought a lot of this stuff was uh, too conspiratorial leaning and, and there wasn't a lot of substance to what we had. But Well, his, em- his empathy was for Kali as well, you know, his empathy right. was focused towards Kali. So it's like I'm defending Sean Atwood because I've got the, you know, I know what these girls are like and blah, blah, blah. So Yeah, um, for sure. No, and it was awesome to open up the phone lines to the hardcore subs. Uh you know, we had a variety of, of people calling in. And I so heard Lady P. Lady uh, P Lady absolutely P cool. killed it, man. She did. She, she killed, killed Sean. She didn't kill Sean it once. That night. And she, so did Kali. <laughs> she didn't kill it once, dude. She killed it twice because she called in again. I didn't and, get a second one. Yeah, she called in and and just Lady P and we these people are we're gonna talk about them because they we know they subscribe to the Daddy Cake podcast because these are the hardcore of the hardcore. So I have no problem in shouting them out right now. Uh, Lady P uh, comes in, and I think the timestamp is in one of the videos. I actually pinned the comment, so if you wanted to hear Lady P in action, by all means check her out. And uh, she cut she mints no words, man. I I put down the microphone i'm like go ahead man <laughs> go to town so big shout out to lady p quicks afin jumped in from south africa uh awesome person as well you know and uh yeah get- i heard twix twix is cool i thought twix is in australia south africa okay cool and what about stephen mcalise stephen mcalise yes it was good to hear stephen mcalise coming on as well <laughs> i caught him the 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 freaking pothead we also had joel's come on joel's with yes, us i heard joel's as well yeah yeah, she came on. Uh, who am I missing? We did have Bob. That was the only, Bob. That was the only people I had. Yeah, Bob came in. Uh, who else did we have? I'm trying to remember. We had A1000. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, <laughs> oh, 
And we had Justice 1111. Sorry, if I missed anyone, it was not on purpose. I want to give a shout out to everyone. You guys are the hardcore of the hardcore. So thank y'all for joining in. I definitely want to do that again, man. That yeah, was definitely. Fun. You should do that. You should make that a regular thing, dude, because like it's so good to hear like the voices from around the country and around the world yeah. who are on the same kind of page as us, you know? Um, it's 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 great just putting uh, a voice to the subscribers uh, and realizing that they're real people, you know. Yeah, and and that goes back to the point, you know. Uh, if you're just tuning into the Daddy Gate podcast, this is our joint channel. We do have channels outside of here. Uh, my channel is the What Is Truth podcast, and my channel kind of sways into the direction of I, I like to, I enjoy doing these live streams. Um, I'm getting pretty known, well known for these live streams. They're they're a lot of fun. I do every now and then get these uh, guests where the live streams focus on the guests themselves. Uh, but sometimes I will open up phone lines. So make sure you find my channel on the description and, and go ahead and subscribe if that's your thing. Chancer, what's your channel about? My channel is uh, Chancer. It used to be called Chancer Media, but Chancer became the name quite quickly. Uh, so if you just go to youtube.com slash Chancer, it's a bit of a mix. Like I definitely cover the Daddy Gate stuff quite heavily, and that's how I started doing the Daddy Gate stuff. And I kind of just look a, lo a little bit. I kind of look at sort of like crime and stuff that's going on around the UK. I think that's kind of where I'm interested in. Like maybe like just stuff that I see that just looks like complete BS. You know, like politicians yeah. that look like they're talking out their ass. Uh, it's prison sentences that don't add up, things like that, you know, just stuff that just looks ridiculous to me. So, and I'll try and present it uh, in a way that you maybe would like to sit through for 10 minutes, you know? No, uh, your, your evolution, as I discussed in the very beginning, man, your evolution from your very first video where you're talking to a plant, where you at right now, man? I, I, I say that in a loving way too, you know, I don't want to keep talk bringing up your plants I, i'm sure it's a lovely plant that was actually the second video this first <laughs> video was static and then oh, i think okay. i gave a lot of people epileptic fits so. <laughs> all right well but i'm saying you know from those couple of videos to where you are right now with your latest uh fake Jordy um video that you did sean atwood on there the evolution has been amazing to watch man watching your growth and the potential you know the sky's the limit and so I, I feel privileged to have you as a partner in crime in this new Daddy Gate podcast. Um, I, I Likewise, think, dude. Yeah, man, it's 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 going to be a fun journey. So if you haven't, if you are tuning in, because the last episode had almost 4,000 views, and yet we still haven't hit the 1,000 subscriber mark. If you haven't, go ahead, hit that little red button, and smash that motherfucking subscribe button, goddammit. <laughs> Definitely, and hit, hit the notification bell as well, because then you'll get notified of the next episode, which is always good. YouTube, when it turns to new and smaller channels, when it comes to new and smaller channels, YouTube doesn't push them as much, so definitely hitting that notification bell, good idea, and at least then you won't miss an episode, and always good just to follow along. I think the most the most comments are going to come when things are uploaded straight away, so the comment sections usually get pretty busy on our content, don't they? So it's a good time to get on, but if you if you if you're late to the party, then you might miss the the juicy conversation yeah. at the start. So well, and remember to share these uh, episodes if you Definitely. really enjoy the content. Please share them. We haven't really asked, and I I don't think we pushed it, but share it. Uh, you know our channels are still small. I mean, people yeah. are waking up, and I think we've been instrumental into bigger channels. They have mentioned our little channels, and mm -hmm. for and for Sean uh, to bring it up on the Fake Jordy podcast, for Marvin to use your thumbnails, and then his podcast being named nothing but yep. 
the truth. <laughs> I mean, I'm truth, not going to yeah. say much, nothing else on that. But, uh, you know, our little channels are making a difference. And we can only keep making a difference with the help of you guys. You guys need to share them. Put them on your Facebook. Squeeze them out. Um, let's spread this information because the snowball is already on top of the hill. And it's already making its way down. So that's all I'm going to say. Just please help us uh, grow this. More bigger names. You've already mentioned them. Darren G, James English, Billy Moore. These bigger names are talking about it. Uh, Yami. Uh, they're all they're all saying stuff. So And, and it's a, a large part of it is because of you guys helping our small little channels uh, get the word out. So please don't it's forget to do that. Definitely valuable. And there's a lot of momentum naturally. Uh, you know, our channels are, and this content, it brings people naturally because I think it's a good time. Um, but sharing it is so is so helpful. But we've got that organic growth anyway. If you look at the like you say the last episode, episode one, I think like you say we're almost at four thousand views now. That's pretty good. When you look at Sean Atwood's clip channel, and he's got double the subs that we've got on his clip channel as we've got on the Daddy Gate podcast channel. Some of his videos have seventeen views, <laughs> and they were posted over a month ago. Yeah, um, I haven't seen a single video on there that's hit the highest I've seen on any of his. There's one here, six views. Tony Gooch on the clip channel, Sean Atwood clip channel, six views you know, 13 views, 17 views. I'm just looking through it just now. And it's like, you know, this is somebody that supposedly has almost 600,000 subscribers as he keeps talking about uh, Sean Atwood. He's done his clip channel and the views on it are just insanely low, whereas we're getting almost 4,000 on the first episode of the podcast. So it's an honor that people want to listen to us. It's great. And yeah, sharing is sharing. When we say share, we do just mean just share it on social media, basically. Uh, but subscribing is the most important thing, following along, commenting, um, and also just giving your feedback as well. If you've got any points, it's always, always valuable, um, the feedback that we get, or certainly I find it valuable anyway, a lot of it. Yeah, 100%. And when are we going to show our faces? Show your face. <laughs> Should have called this the You have no integrity if you don't show your face. God damn it. Yeah. I heard you say that. You made such a good point yesterday. Yeah. I think I heard somebody said, show your face or something like that, caught a yeah. bit of that. And you were like, I'm not... I'm not, I've never once asked people to trust me. People no. can make their own mind up. I'm yeah. not out here trying to say that I've got credibility. It's up to people to listen and they can make their own mind up. Yeah. And the people that say show your face, they've never got their face in their no. avatar. No, you got I've one clown that uses, uses, uh, uh, what's Peter Mahoney's profile pic. Oh, no. Wildman pic. Yeah. He's the one on our channel telling us to show our faces or we have no integrity. Are you using Wildman's profile pic? You're I using mean, the face of a de <laughs> recently deceased man who you, you've never met. That makes no sense, but I mean, again, you we've, like I mentioned in the live stream, I don't, I, I've never told anyone, you need to trust me. You need to trust me. Do, yeah, exactly. I, I will present comment. my opinions, I will present my thoughts, and you will present your facts, uh, Chancer, and people need to use their critical thinking skills and assess: Are we full of bullshit or are we not? And, yeah, that, and make that opinion, your own opinion. There's the there's the facts, and then there's our opinion on the facts. It's yeah. not people don't have to agree; people disagree. But the facts are the facts, and then whether you agree with my opinion on those facts is a different story. No. You have your own opinion on the facts. You and me overlap, and sometimes we are sort of diverge when it comes to opinions on the facts. Now and again. It's, 
but to say show your face, that's I don't I don't even know what that's about. It's such a I suppose YouTube I could be the main the main place where it, it's sort of like oh I'm used to people being being in front of the camera, so maybe it's that you know or like maybe the looking, they think it's Tinder you know like YouTube Tinder. Well, exactly. Yeah, maybe they want to see their faces, so maybe they need to swipe left or right. But the majority <laughs> the majority of people don't have identifiable information out on YouTube. It's not like it's not Facebook, you know, yeah. where you've got your your name and your phone number and your face and all that kind of stuff, your work and all that. If you want that, go to Facebook, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a different animal for sure. But I just thought I'd touch on that. I mean... Once 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 we get to 100 million subscribers, then we could do a face reveal. Oh, hell yeah. And then I'm retiring. <laughs> yeah, man. It's it's cool, cool stuff. But yes, yeah, well, someone jumped in on the live stream last night. And uh, I put their ass in timeout. First time I had put someone in a three-second timeout. <laughs> and I enjoyed it, dude. I'm not going to lie. Everyone wants to give me shit about it. Dorphins, he- mate. You got a boost of endorphins coursing through you. <laughs> Dude, it felt good. I'm like, oh, damn. That's how you time someone out. Here yeah. you go. Don't piss me off, goddammit. I'll put you in another goddamn timeout. But um, it was fun, man. Uh, live stream was fun. I'll put that in the description. Chancer does the more journalistic approach. He is the voice of reason. I'm just the voice of talking shit. But somehow we get along just fine. And uh, it works out. Yeah, it's great, man. It's great chatting, chatting shit to you, as we say. Yeah. Um, All right, my man. Yeah, cool, dude. You know, I was just going to say this one's a little bit. We recorded this one a little bit earlier in the afternoon, but you know, the nighttime, the nighttime records that we do, or the nighttime live streams that we do, man, that is an awesome time. We'll, we'll uh, have, maybe we'll do that next weekend. We need to do it. Yeah, so it's like a little party, you know, a little yeah. lockdown party. I have a blast with you, man. When I do, definitely. Yeah. We may have to do a live stream from the Daddy Gate podcast. We Maybe. could, we could, yeah. we could do that, yeah. We'll but but what is tr- what is truth though? That's the place with live streams, though. You know, you you build that up, man. Everyone likes a little bit of what is truth on a Saturday, eight p.m. London lockdown time. Yeah, man. I it, I didn't and when I did the channel, I didn't see that coming, and they have evolved into what they are today. We have a great time. And, uh, uh, subscribers are rabid. Everyone's having a party. It's it's awesome times. And then the unexpected. You can expect the unexpected on those live streams. You can say that, you know, whether it's Sean popping in, Callie even popped in for a good while, and then Lady P sent her running. <laughs> so you just never know what you're going to get, man. And that, that's what makes the live streams fun. A lot of fun. So, uh, again, everyone share this channel. If you are tuning into the Daddy Podcast for the first time, smash that motherfucking subscribe button. Go to my channel, the What Is True Podcast. Go to my boy Chanters. Chanty Cool Media Channel. What's your full channel's name? Goddamn. Uh, just Chancer. YouTube.com okay, slash Chancer. Yeah, just, yeah, just search Chancer. Chancer and it should uh, pop up. Yeah, if you search Chancer, it should come up. Yep. He's and, got that uh, cute little kitty cat. Ch- that Masonic, uh, full of Masonic symbolism. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Chancer Media on Twitter as well. So you can go there, you can DM me as well. All right, y'all. Thanks for joining us on this exquisite day, whenever you may listen to it. Uh, again, we couldn't we couldn't have done this channel without all your love and support. So your love and support is truly and highly appreciated. Hundred percent. So all right, y'all, take it easy. Cheers, folks. Peace.